0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Kinda Libertarian. Mad money Mike Turpin in the house. Buddy, I gotta tell you about this meme I saw on Twitter. I'm gonna read it to you. I don't know who this person is, it was was random. Okay. It says, the more I think about it, the more I realize that being lazy is not a real thing. People are chronically ill, disabled, mentally ill, overworked, exhausted, but lazy isn't even a real thing. It's just another attempt to shame people into capitalist productivity.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> okay, Was this gonna, a
1: Republican news source? No, I'm just kidding. I,
0: I'm <laughs> going to let you opine on this, but I have to say one thing about I, I, this whole lazy thing, like not a real thing. Dude, like, okay. So every year for my birthday, I have a, have a tradition for myself. Um, and what I do is I start the morning. I have a cup of coffee. Um, an edible and I watch Friday. And that's like how I start pretty much every birthday um, for myself. Dude, Uh I am the laziest motherfucker on that day. When I'm, cause I take a a pretty, I I take a lot more of an edible than I normally would. So I'm pretty fucking high. And of course, if you're high and you're watching Friday, it's the funniest fucking thing. It's funny even if you're not high, but it's super funny when you're high. And by the time that movie's over, Like I'm not doing shit. Like I am so fucking lazy at that point. That has nothing to do with capitalism. That has just to do with me taking a day off, you know what I mean? But it's just like, it kind of plays into that whole, like why is, people don't want to take responsibility for being lazy. Like I admit when I'm lazy, it's okay to be lazy sometimes, but like to blame capitalism on being lazy or saying there's no such thing as lazy, dude, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of fucking lazy people, like beyond lazy. My kids are lazy as fuck, dude. Mm. I have friends, like people I work with in their 40s, 50s, 60s that are like crazy lazy and has nothing to do with them being mentally ill or struggling. It's just because they're just like, nah, I just want to smoke weed and fucking watch TV. Okay, that's fine, but you're not mentally ill. You know,
1: I people. We're at a we're at an odd time where people like to change language and they like to make words softer and find, a, you know, offense with with the definition of words. But quite literally, you can have different interpretations and usages. But when you, I'm sure, if we looked up the, is if we looked up the definition of the word lazy, there are examples that fit that definition. There are times, I mean, yeah, it could be, we have two problems. We are an overworked, overstressed, whatever people, maybe, mentally stressed, but we are also lazy. Uh, We all have laziness. I have extreme laziness in ways. um, Could it be because I have ADHD? Could it be because, you know, whatever, maybe, but that doesn't mean that it's not lazy. It's just, I think people, they th- they take stuff like that too literally it's almost like you ever hear people who argue like whether or not evil actually exists is there such a thing as evil i don't know if you ever heard like people who go down that philosophical route it- it's like it- just because you do something that's lazy or somebody says you're being lazy or you are lazy it doesn't need to be some concrete thing it's just it- it's a good way to describe what the fuck you're doing if you're procrastinating stuff pushing stuff off not, not doing homework that's a good example. When I was a kid, I didn't feel like doing my homework. I mean, what what is that called? What, what what do you call it when you would rather not do the things that you're supposed to do, or you don't have any ump, or you don't feel like doing it? Why can't we call that lazy? Because if we don't call it lazy, we got to call it something.
0: A product of capitalism is that what this? Is that, is? Yeah, that's
1: exactly what it is. That's
0: what. Feel like in my doing mind. something. It's capitalism's fault, really. Yeah. And the <laughs> ironic thing is, if you think about capitalism it's really the antithesis of that which would make you lazy because capitalism is a motivator to me. So it's kind of like, I, I, if I can operate in a free market society, I can, I can say, okay, the harder I work or the smarter I work, the more, the, you know, the bigger the reward, you know, I don't think of capitalism as like something that would would be something to shame me into being lazy. Now, if you feel shame because you're being lazy, that's fucking on you, man. Like just cause if you want to be lazy and by the way, I don't want to like, I don't want to criticize people for being lazy. I don't give a fuck what you do. You know, it's like, you want to be lazy, be lazy, but there's all, and you probably see this a lot too in your line of work where people are just like, well, I just don't have enough time to exercise. You know, and just like I would, but I just, I'm so tired and I just don't have time. And I'm not saying that I am like, you know, always doing that, which is in the best interest of my physical health. Um, But again, like there are little things you do. Like, how many times you can think about someone who lives a half a mile from 7 Eleven and you drive down there? Just fucking walk down there and get your shit. You know what I mean? Or like when you go to the store, don't park. don't look for a spot at the front of the line fucking park in the back. There's plenty of spots and walk like little shit like that. Like, I feel like that, that would help, you know, in terms of like, if you don't want to be lazy, if you choose to say, well, I just don't have time. Well, you have time. You've just chosen to do something else with your time.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you a good example. So the other work that I do landscaping, Mm -hmm. um, there's a, there's a guy who works with us sometimes and He's, he's a little younger than me. He's gotten better since he's been there, but I can't tell you how many times, see, I'm kind of a hard ass when it comes to certain things. And I let certain things slide and I don't call people out on their bullshit, but something I do is if we're on a job and you finish early and you didn't do a thorough job, why are you done now and watching the rest of us work? Why aren't you doing something under the landscaping spectrum right now? We're all working. Why aren't you pulling weeds out of the bed? Why aren't you doing a better job weed eating? Why aren't you doing something, picking up sticks? We're all working until we're not working. Yeah. I hate looking at somebody's stand at the truck. Why didn't you go over with your blower and ask that other guy who's still blowing, Hey, can I, you know, what do you need done? Or at least get yeah. the okay from the other person to go be a lazy fuck by the truck, yeah. you know? And, and I call him out for it all the time. It's, it's cut and dry laziness. It's you have no reason not to be doing something productive right now, other than laziness and since you've been called out on it a lot and you know better it's extra lazy now <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's even more lazy you I'm know it dude extra lazy
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: dude, my dad used to tell me that man i used to like mow the lawn and uh i had to mow the lawn you know pull up all the grass and, and trim the bushes and i only said this like i think one time to him and he put me in my place I was mowing the lawn. I finished mowing the lawn, but I hadn't raked the, the grass yet or done the, um, the hedges. And I said, hey, dad, I'm almost done. And he's just like, but you're not done. You know, he was just kind of like, let me know when you're done. Like, it's almost like my kids said that before. They're like, hey, dad, look, I'm almost done. I'm like, well, tell me when you're done. I don't, why the fuck do I care if you're almost done? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, if you're like, you know, if you're, like, if you're having sex, right, and you're like, coming, and you're like, oh, I'm almost done, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Why would you tell me? You're almost done. Yeah,
1: you Yeah, but what guy done? hasn't said that? <laughs> what guy hasn't said that? They're like, oh, I'm almost going
0: to come. <laughs> <Give me> one. <laughs>
1: in one minute, it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> I used to let it up front, like, before it all starts, I'm like, okay, in uh, about 20 seconds, we're going to be done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you a heads up
1: unless it's a blow job you don't need to tell her
0: <laughs> <laughs> depends on that depends on the woman i guess
1: yeah no, um dude you're you're right it's it's just a softening and it's language in english apparently needs to reflect ethics and and the social you know the direction we're going socially apparently we can't have words mean certain things this is a this is a big one like this um you know Something we haven't talked about, but it's it's a little dated of a debate, and it, and it's controversial still to this day. Can can a non-white person be racist in America? Some people will say no. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at the definition of it might be different, it might have more power, it might, well, I don't really care if that person's racist, but if that person's racist, it's dangerous. Like, I get the nuanced details, but they want to strip and funnel definitions into things that fit, you know, fit academia or whatever it is.
0: Yeah. So someone once said to me, "Um, a black person cannot be racist because black people don't have power. And I said, well, I don't, I I get where you're going with this. Like, I understand what you're saying. But as you said, if if I look at the definition of racism, I believe it's like the the the, the one who uh, racist is one who believes one race is superior over another. Um, I mean, you, you're kind of walking that weird line of like, well, what does that mean? And if a person doesn't have power or does have power, again, I get what you're saying, but I I I don't buy that a person of color cannot be racist because I've seen it. You know, like I've seen asian people like i have asian people in in-laws you know and like i heard them talking shit about michelle obama that was like straight up racist as fuck calling her a gorilla and shit you mm-hmm. know what i mean like so you can't say that's not racist or like having a conversation my best friend's birthday and one of his i think it was one of his uncles was there and we're just talking randomly he was like, yeah, and I was out oh, here yeah, and this this guy uh I went to the shop or he was, I guess he was going to shop and he didn't get his money or something. He said, like, Yeah, this guy fucking tried to Jew me. And I was like, Yeah. I'm like, dude, clearly I look Jewish. So like I don't know why you would <laughs> say that. But so like this idea that I, I, I think that's I don't I don't wanna say it's like I don't think that person did it to be malicious. It's just it's just a not really understanding that what you just said is highly offensive you know what i mean it, it, it kind of goes with that that idea of like there are different types of racism there's overt racism you know if you're wearing a fucking swastika you know on your on your jacket and you're like going to clan rallies and shit you're like you're a fucking overt racist but then there's like other people that are just don't make comments or they'll just like even the way they feel around different races like that's a form of racism. I don't think it's something like I'm not going to get upset about it. I'm not going to lose my shit over it. Um, but yeah, this I don't buy that. I don't. And yeah. I, you know, and I know that some people would listen to me say and, and try to convince me otherwise. And I don't know. Maybe they could, but I just don't. I think that we all have the ability to be racist. Um, whether right. or not you you're trying to be racist or you just happen to be a be a. I guess uh, influenced by other things that would make you say something that's considered racist. I think those are two different things.
1: Yeah. I'm most triggered by white racists. When I find out that white people are like that intense level of racism, where every black person is like you said, gorilla monkey, they make just the most crazy comments and uh, they're like the most extreme. That is the worst racist to me. It's the most triggering. I hate it the most. It's the scariest. I have uh, black friends over the years who come off pretty racist when you read their Facebook posts when you, when you, you know, some of the stuff they say, and I don't hold it against them. I empathize. I get where they're coming from. I like that punk rock attitude. Right. I like it. I don't know much about the Greeks and the Turks, but boy, do they hate each other, <laughs> you know? And it's funny to me. I, I don't care. I'm not triggered right. by it. Fuck the Turks. If I'm around a Greek dude, it's funny. You know, no, I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it, but it's, it, it's, it's almost like uh adorable
0: racism.
1: White racism racist is just strange <laughs> worthy. So, and it is, it doesn't make sense to me, especially ones of like, in the modern times, I get how there are those people who are so worried that that the, the pendulum is gonna swing in the opposite direction, even though I don't think it will. I think white men are going to stay in, or for, for as far as we know, as much as we have to worry about in our lifetime, that's not a big worry that we should honestly worry about. I think that's a construct built in people's mind that like enables their racism and like, you know, but um, I I, I totally get where people of color come from when they are very racist even, I get it, I, I get it. But you know what? I think as long, I mean, now this is just another, this doesn't even relate. We don't have to keep talking about race, but Mm -hmm. I always at least like when somebody is, I don't care what you think generally, as long as you don't generalize everybody. It doesn't necessarily bother me if you have these opinions of, I mean, you know, people say things about, People from different areas of the, the country. People will say pe- things about people from different nationalities. But as long as you don't think that's everyone and everybody and right. you hard absolutes, that, that's hard to get over with me. That's one of the worst things you could be is like a hard racist, right. firm
0: racist. That's terrible. That sounds like porn, like a hard <laughs> racist. <laughs> <tell> you, yeah. <laughs> is that like porn for racists? like clan porn?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be popular before long.
0: Dude, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Did I ever tell you about the? Uh, <laughs> I always thought it was funny. Like, uh, like there's so much porn nowadays. Like, there's so many different types of porn that I, I don't. I, you know, it's like some of the stuff is so bizarre to me. So, I tell you about the smoking porn. I
1: don't know. Maybe we didn't talk about that on here, did we? I don't
0: think we did. So basically, like, there's this thing called smoking porn, where it's essentially like someone is fucking somebody else who's smoking. Right. And I'm just like. That is the worst fucking thing cause, to, to for me because I'm already so, like, insecure when I'm around a woman having sex. So it's kind of like – I can't imagine, like, fucking somebody and, like, <laughs> her, like, reaching over to the nightstand and grabbing oh. a pack of cigarettes and be like, you know, slapping the pack and – pulling out the cigarette, looking for a lighter. Well, I'm fucking her, right? And she going to turn on, oh, yeah, baby, that's it. Yeah, harder, harder. Unless she's, like, lighting a cigarette or something, looking for a fucking ashtray to ash in. The whole time, like, I'm giving it my fucking all, you know? Like, I'm really trying hard not to come, you know? I'm trying to, like, make mm-hmm. her happy, hopefully orgasm, and she's smoking a cigarette. Like, that's never happened to me, but, like, why would that turn you on? Like, why? It's yeah. it's like, She's basically saying, I don't care that you're fucking me. I'm going to smoke a cigarette.
1: I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something exactly like that. Mom, if you're listening, now's a good time to cover your ears for a, <laughs> for a brief time. For a brief time, and, and it wasn't somebody that I actually like, was in a relationship with. I dated a chick that like, turned out to definitely have a Coke problem. <laughs> and it really, like the insecurity would come in the second it, she would reach that point if we were having sex where the Coke was wearing off. Uh, and I could feel and see the shift. And even if she didn't like go run to the bathroom real quick mm-hmm. or, or do whatever she was going to do, I could tell that she was feeling that. And that, that's what, yeah, that's what exactly what it's like. Oh, let me smoke this cigarette while this is going on.
0: dude. No, yeah. know, it sounds so horrible. But I'm going to tell you this. There was a, uh, a girl many, many years ago when I was first on the road. And she's in North Carolina. And dude, like, this was like, I had never, hot girls never talked to me up until that point. You know, mm-hmm. and then when I was in a band, I was touring Then it was different Then I was attractive, you know, so I was, this girl I met and um, gorgeous girl. I couldn't believe she was she was into me. And um, and so we hooked up for a while. We dated for a little bit. And she and she never said anything. But I knew she was like blowing lines before we would hook up. And I never said anything about it because like if she did that before we hooked up, she would so easily orgasm. And she would be mm. so into it. So I didn't encourage her co use.
1: <laughs>
0: but I was kind of like, I never said anything. You know, she would come back and, you know, it's all red down there. And uh-huh. everything. Uh, looking back on it, I don't know if I did the right thing or wrong thing. I mean, I definitely was like, it was for me, not for her. <laughs> you know right. I mean? like, Again, I didn't encourage it, but I didn't also... Maybe I should have been like, hey, maybe, you know, you okay? Are you doing a lot of coke? Maybe ease back on the coke a little bit. But I was just like, I can't believe this hot girl having sex with me. And if she does coke, she's going to orgasm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a tough situation. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's almost like I kind of blame capitalism on that, honestly. Yeah, it's definitely. A, yeah. That, that makes me think that way.
1: addiction doesn't exist it's a result of capitalism (laughs) honestly when i think of lazy people in my life and like my friends that are like the ones that i feel like man if you weren't so lazy you could really accomplish some shit you have a lot of potential they're my friends that get off in the marxist deep end a lot of my friends that are like damn you're so smart you've done so much school you have so much going for you and you just can't get, get out of your laziness and leaning on this idea of Marxism, whatever the hell that is, you know, mm-hmm. just speaking of that stuff, did you hear or have you heard anything with that, that North Korean chick that has uh, she was on Rogan recently and she escaped North Korea when she was 13 and she's in the States. Um, it's worth listening to. She was on Jordan Peterson uh, a yeah. little while ago if It's something to catch up on if, if you Emily
0: have it. Park, I think is her That's name. That's it. I saw her speak at a, a Libertarian conference many years ago. Oh, um, okay. Really fascinating story. Oh, my God. Um, in a way, I kind of get annoyed, though, because I feel like her story is being um, sensationalized, you know, a bit. I mean, she's told the story so many times. I think people in Libertarian circles know, know who she is pretty well. Um, I know, I think it was her recently that she said that she was attacked by somebody, but she didn't want to report it because she didn't want to come across as racist. Yes. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. That sounds, that sounds manufactured to me. It sounds like, oh, this would make great, a great headline on Fox. You know what I mean? It's like, maybe she did feel that way. I don't know. But I just remember seeing her these places and I almost felt like they were kind of parading her around. And you don't need to do that. Her story is amazing, you know, and it's like, you know, her story of of what happened in North Korea. I mean, it's like, she's a prime example of why you do want to embrace, you know, libertarian philosophy, in my opinion. Um, Right. And I could be wrong, but it just seems like she's getting like pimped out a little bit by the, the questionable, I would say, libertarian movement, which is tends to be less libertarian and more right wing conservative. Just my opinion.
1: Yeah. I, I had a couple, there were a couple things that made me wonder a little bit, like it seemed like fairly authentic in a lot of ways, but then I kind of wondered where her head has been since she's kind of a reformed and what she, you know, I, I, it's hard to say. I got a little bit of that, but I don't know as much, but yeah, yeah I thought, thought that was uh, interesting. Um, I didn't also know what, what's, I, what do you know about all this? Uh, I know you like to bring up the talking points, but I, wa- no, I wanted go. to ask you about the, uh, all the stuff that's going on with more and more talk of we're going to need vaccination stuff, vaccination cards. Have you been keeping up with any of this?
0: Yeah, I have. So it's weird, man. It's like, I, okay. So I, I have to be upfront and say like, I am 100% against any kind of vaccine passport or, you know, a forcible mandate on a vaccine. Um, it just so many civil liberties issues come up with that I mean, it could doing that kind of thing could could really um, be used in a in a in a in a very malicious way. Um, so I'm not for that at all. Um, I think it, one of the things that's really bothering me, though, is this. Okay, so what happened in, in Florida with DeSantis? So he basically was saying, um, so he banned school local school officials from imposing mask mandates like that's such a political thing so like i don't like the federal government coming down on me and saying you you have been mandated to do this or this or that but the same goes for the state government too like there's the people that fucking hate biden for wanting to be like a centralized figure leaning towards socialism are the same people that are supporting DeSantis, who's really doing the same thing it's just not in in lines with what they want you know like so right now so kids under 12 aren't vaccinated not yet they can't be vaccinated yet because they're not ready to do that yet. Um, and we know that masks can help. Um, and, you know, and by the way, I'm so fucking sick of these people. They're like, we don't know if masks work. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you know that every fucking doctor does it? Like anytime a doctor before COVID, anytime a doctor did anything like surgery or something like that, they put a fucking mask on, you know? So it's like, I don't buy this bullshit that like, you can't say, okay, masks are not going to work 100% of the time, but it's like just like condoms don't work a hundred percent of the time. But if you don't want to like knock somebody up, you fucking wear one, you know? Right. It's, so as I, I don't, it's so, again, like it's very political to me. Um, you know, I think this is definitely something that individual schools, school districts should have the right to decide. Um, and, and, and hopefully the people making the decisions in the school districts are not being, um, are not making their decisions based on politics. Like, you know, hopefully they're, you know, I, I could foresee someone in, in, you know, in Florida school system being like, you know, well, we're defiant against the radical left, and we won't wear masks. I'm like, dude, we get it, all right, we get it. You're fucking, you know, I don't know. You have a, sh- you have a shitty job and tons of debt, and I bought a Gadsden flag bumper sticker, and you're a fucking patriot. You know, mm-hmm. you hate the man unless the man's a white Republican, then it's cool. So um, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but, but yeah, like the, the so basically my, my thing is I, I, I am not in favor of any kind of vaccine passport. I think the very slippery slope, um, I, and I, I think it's smart for people, you know, if, I mean, I think, I think it's probably not a bad idea to wear a mask as this Delta variant, you know, continues um, with people that have been vaccinated can still spread it. You know, I'm not going to say you should be forced to wear it but I'm kind of at this place in my life now. I'm like, can you just not be an asshole?
1: You know,
0: like we, you know, it's not going to fucking kill you. It's not taking away your rights. No one's forcing you to wear a mask. Just fucking wear one. and stop being an asshole because dude, seriously, like even recently last week, so I started wearing a mask again about a week ago when I go into stores. And again, it's just because I don't know if I have it and I could spread it to somebody. Like that's the main reason, you know, I try to be healthy. I got vaccinated. I feel like I'm safe. I'm not worried about getting it. I'm more worried about the the ability that i have to transmit it so i I started wearing a mask um and and you know already like one person i know said oh i saw you at the store the other day you had a mask on i thought you were vaccinated why are you wearing a mask and i explained the situation and said well this is what i think it's like oh you you believe all that (laughs) jesus christ what the what the fuck am i gonna believe hold on i'm gonna pull this thing out this is this so this guy who's who's I don't know, a friend. I mean, I never. Met, I think I met him in person. He was a, he was a Dog Fashion Disco fan. And I like him. I like He always posted really cool stuff on Facebook. But he's also kind of like along these lines. Like, I don't trust the government, blah, 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 which I don't either. But like you said, there's, it can't be like, you can't take a hard line on everything. Exactly. He posted, he posted this thing. It says, instead of saying, I trust science and experts, how about just being honest and saying, I don't have the cognitive capacity to actually think critically for myself. And so I default to believing whatever most people believe so that I never have to feel as dumb as I actually am. And, and I responded to him, I said, since most of us couldn't get beyond basic biology class, we seek out scientific consensus. It may not be right, but the chances of the experts being right over us they're pretty good and this right. is like the climate change debate too they're just like well there's a scientific consensus no there's not a consensus because this person this person say it's bullshit no asshole A consensus is when most of the people be- you know believe this way or another like most of the climate scientists the majority will say we look at the data the data analysis and we find it, we find it compelling that or a compelling case that yes humans do have something to do with this it's the same thing with this like i get the cdc fucked up the cdc fucks up a lot but again, we've talked about this before. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Oh, read a medical journal. I, I, I barely got through biology. How the fuck am I going to read a medical journal? It doesn't mean shit to me. I might as well try to fight, fucking read Russian, you know? Do your own research. With what? I got to fucking trust somebody because I'm not, I'm not smart enough, you know, to, to understand this stuff. So who am I going to trust? I don't know maybe the doctors that seem like they know what they're talking about or like doctor, like my own personal doctor who I trust, you know, and I've had this conversation with him and he's just like, dude, like get the fucking vaccine and wear a mask. <laughs> he's like, I trust him. You know, now I don't know. Is he wrong? I don't know, but I, I trust him more than I trust this guy or me or like the three people that apparently no one's listening to. How come nobody's talking about this doctor? I don't fucking know. How am I I got to make a decision. You know, am I making the right decision or wrong decision? Well, I guess I'll find out soon enough. Don't fucking both A a lot of
1: times, a lot of times it's both. You know, there's advantages and disadvantages with everybody. For some people, it might be the wrong decision to what? Wear a mask. Why? Because it might inhibit certain things with their breathing. They might get other germs taking this thing in and out of their pocket. It might be a problem for some. Might. It might be what saves people's lives though, wearing it. So, you know, and the same thing with the vaccine. It's like, it might be the best decision you ever made. It might cost you your life to not get this vaccine. But at the same time, it could be problematic for many reasons, right? And that's the thing that sucks is like this person, like you're talking about, the fact that he can, you know, chastise you for, believing in the idea of wearing a mask and it's not even like do you really believe that like that is that this mask is going to magically save something but but you've put your general trust in this gray area of left and right you know i go back to that fucking compare and contrast the positives the negatives they're there both sides are there in all of these decisions and and we are so similar i am slightly on the I'm not too concerned with the mask or the vaccine thing. If I really need to get the vaccine, I will. I'm not overly scared of it, but at the same time, I kind of feel positive about where I'm at. I've, I've been doing jujitsu the whole time during this shit. Mm. I've been fine. I've probably already had the thing. Could yeah. I negatively affect somebody's life? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could transmit it, give it to somebody else. You know, but but we both kind of exist in the awareness that there are both sides to it that have a side. It's not cut and dry. And this person can say, people will believe whatever, and instead of thinking for themselves, well, well who are you thinking for when you, when, when you say what you did to Jeff? Who are you th- who's doing your thinking for you? Because it's not you. Why are you such a skeptic? Why are you so immediately hard-lined anti, you know, the government, the science, the whatever? It's a, it's a good, healthy thing to lean on, man. Like that's, you got to, You're in a, you're in a certain place in your life where you interact also the political climate is different where you are. There's a lot of things that go into your decision-making yeah. people don't understand and to disrespect your decision. If somebody, this is the thing that really pisses me off. It's one thing if you're a moron, but if this person respects you and respects your ability to think and respects your IQ and intelligence, then they should respect the fact that you probably thought this shit out. I mean, we've had a lot of time to think about it and process it. (laughs) You know, you probably have came to this conclusion and, and somebody just saying, Oh, you really going to believe that? That's not going to change your mind. (laughs) What good does that do other than just being a dick?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are you a dick? (laughs) You know, right.
1: (laughs) I hate that, man. Like come on, go listen to your Alex Jones podcast. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's like it is it is interesting. That's a good point, man. Like it's just so many people are dicks now. It's like you, you know, you just have a conversation and it's like who you yeah. could wear five masks. I don't give a shit.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? It, yeah. Even if I thought it was bogus, even if I thought it did nothing. I'm I'm of the camp that there's probably a good argument for all
0: of it and that sucks. And I don't know what to do. So I just kind of do what's easiest. But dude, that's the thing. It's like, seriously, how many people in this country know what to do? Like uh, so you have the ability uh. to understand what to do. I mean, dude, we are, this country, the people in this country, we're just becoming dumber and dumber by the fucking day anyway. So like, I don't really, most people I know, and I'm not by any means a super smart person, but most of the people I know are not particularly bright either. and you know, they, they make these decisions just like I do. I have to fucking ask people, you know, it's like you have to learn some shit and figure things out and you make a decision, you know, but when it comes to things that are could potentially physically or mentally harm you, that's when I got to be like, nah, I'm not, I can't involve politics with this man. Like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And that's what really makes me mad about guys like DeSantis. It's like, I, you know, this guy is like he's so full of shit, man. About like freedom and liberty, and we don't have to wear masks. But then he did this thing the other day where it was like Ben and Jerry's. I guess said they're not going to sell their ice cream in um, Israeli occupied uh, places, Palestinians or what is it? was uh, Israeli occupied places where there are Palestinian majorities or something like that. Anyway, it, it's something to do with that. And DeSantis was like, well, we're not going to um, we're going to look into maybe making sure that Ben and Jerry's can't get federal contracts now or something like that. I'm like that had why would you do that even if you disagree with what they're doing is that your job as governor because you're pissed off because they don't they like something that you don't or vice versa and now you're gonna be like well you we're not gonna give you government contracts dude come on man seriously you got fucking red tide on your on your shores got a horrible fucking water issue going on in Florida fucking people are dying left and right and 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 fucking passing this fucking covid along everywhere because everyone doesn't want to wear a mask because we're not socialists or whatever the reason may be you know it's like really and that's what you're going to go after now i get it i get that you can do more than one thing at a time you don't have to you know there could be 10 20 30 issues but this is an issue that like i think should never be up for discussion from a a governor it's like you know, whoever whoever's responsible for contracts for food or whatever, just fucking let them do it, man. It's like your job is not to determine, like, what they're doing is right or wrong. You know, your job is to just fucking shut the fuck up, you know, and just do that which is in the best interest of the people of your state.
1: Yeah. And, and this is the other thing, too. Like, okay, Jeff thinks it's a good idea to wear masks. I don't. Jeff is a smart person. I respect him. He's my friend. Why not ask him why he came to this conclusion? Hmm. Even if I don't agree, I remember being in high school. I was very like adamantly atheist. And whenever I'd have a very intelligent, kind of wise mentor, I remember I had a German teacher, we get to talking and they would say they go to church and we're Christian. It wouldn't make me be like, you believe that you're an idiot. I'd be like, whoa, like, okay, well, why? Like, what made you come to this? Were you just raised that way? What do you believe? Do you, are you like a hard Christian? Are you more just kind of like a general thing? What do you, I want to know more about this. This is interesting to me. You're smart. I respect the shit out of you. I want to know why you came to the, have you had like a weird epiphany? Have you had sort of a, an experience that makes you feel this way, what, what? what is it? What connects you to this strongly? And mm-hmm. I've always been that way about politics. It's like what got me more interested in more conservative things going from that extreme sort of liberal, a mixture of being kind of like a liberal teenager because I didn't understand why Republicans were the way they were socially. I didn't understand the things they cared about when I was a teenager. And then as I got older, I met enough people that were old, smart, that I respected, where I, some conservative values were instilled in me through them. Why? Because it made me curious why this smart, intelligible, um, well-thought-out, all these things, well, well, what, why are you this way? What, what, what makes you decide this? And they tell you stuff, mm-hmm. and what resonates with me sticks with me. And it doesn't make any sense to me that somebody would just want to automatically just resort to you being – an ignorant buffoon when you make a decision that's different from them on these topics. Like we avoid things like politics, religion, all that. I think it's more than fascinating when somebody has a different view from me on these hot topic, don't necessarily go there sort of things. I love knowing about it. Like, Oh, you're this, like I've even had conversations with people who are like, you know, we were talking about like racism earlier. It's like, okay, I want to know why you are this way. You know, it makes me very curious. Now, I mean, racism is nothing like wearing a mask. You know, it's a bit more a chastisement. It's a bit more of an offensive thing to be, but I don't know. I don't know why we're not more curious about the others in our lives that are different than us when they're respectable, you know, by nature to us. Does that make sense?
0: I I mean, I guess there is some level of hostility because there are people that I know that I respect, um, let's say intellectually, but have said things that I'm just like, that's fucked up. Right, And and it's hard for me to like like, disassociate from that. It's like someone I know who's a a guy I know who's a doctor and he's very brilliant. Um, And he just like he was a big Trump supporter and the things he would say. And I'm just like, I don't like I I, not only do I not agree with you, but I think what you're saying is really fucking shitty, you know. Right. And it's hard. I I didn't I, I, I didn't like provoke it i didn't start trouble or anything like that because he is my friend um but it's still it it definitely make like i see him differently now i definitely do i mean i guess it really just depends on the issue and trump fucked everything up i mean just like that that nonsense because i never i've never been particularly conservative um so when bush was in office like i mean they were like we would have debates you know friends of mine would have debates um about bush or or Obama, or whatever, Um, but it was never, I never felt any hostility towards them, and then when Trump came along, and and they would support him, and and just looking at who Trump was, and some of the things that he did, um, were just such shitty things, like saying, don't be a dick, he was the biggest dick of all, you know, and like, I have zero patience for bullies, and especially like fucking rich bullies, like people who've never had a fucking work you know, never done a hard day's work in their life, and then they start bullying people, that fucking shit pisses me off more than anything. And that's what I saw in Trump. So when I see people that are supportive of Trump, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying that I don't like those people, I can't be friends with them, but it does, it depends like why did you like Trump? And the things he would say was very racist. Like he was saying things that were racist as fuck that I didn't even know he he had in him. And Trump would say these things, and I think that gave him like the freedom to express who he really is. Okay, fair enough. You're being who you are. But man, like I don't I don't respect you as much as I did. Like that's how I felt about him, you know?
1: Yeah, where where I like taking people who support Trump is I like taking him to a place of level with me and admit that you think he's an idiot and you don't literally like him. You just prefer him to Hillary or Biden. I will understand for whatever reason if you just happen to prefer him to the idea of the opposition, whether or not I agree. If, you, if it's just a matter of lesser of two evils, I let it slide easier than if you literally think he's a good person, he's right for this country, that we're heading in a good direction, that if you don't realize how screwed up of a situation it is and how bizarre and, and you know, e- evil of a person, this person is like a lot of our presidents, like a lot of our presidential candidates. If you can't level with me on that, you're not being real right you know and I like to see if I can bring them to that level and if I can so what you voted for Trump it it definitely triggers something in me to a degree but I get over it more if you're willing to say he's an idiot he's stupid on Twitter he does a lot of stuff that he shouldn't do whatever that then I'm like okay I'm a little bit better about it I tried doing the same with Obama people and nobody wanted to meet in the middle with that either nobody (laughs) likes meat in the middle no that's a hard pill to swallow too i think it's just hard to go to bed at night knowing just how evil the lesser of two evils still is oh i know right it's hard it's it's a tough pill i don't have kids i don't worry about the future the same way other people do and it's easy for me to be cynical and not care that much yeah but it's hard to be cynical depending on some people that really upsets them and they need something to believe in.
0: Yeah. You know, 100%. so odd, man, cause like sometimes, you know, like I'll watch, um, uh, Justin Amash, like I'll watch him in an interview or I'll read his stuff. And I can't tell you how many times I've, I try to turn people onto him that are either on either side of the aisle. And I'm like, this is someone you should listen to because he's, he makes a lot of sense. Even if you don't agree with some of his policy decisions, when you listen to him talk, he's like it's clear, like his intentions are—they seem pretty honorable in terms of like how politicians go. Like I feel like he really does—he—he he really does embrace the fundamentals of of liberty and 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 justice that we should all embrace. Um, but the problem is he's not an elephant; he's not the donkey. You know, he's a, he's a libertarian, and you tell that to people, and they're just like, "Nah, I don't." I don't like how I talks. She's got no chance. I'm like, really? That's some fucking like some complacent ass shit right there. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's also like, that's laziness. We're talking about laziness at the top of this podcast, you know, like that's, I think that's lazy to be like, well, this person has no chance. So I'm not going to pay attention or, you know, um, you know, this person won't align with one party over the other. You know, that's that's a convenient excuse for being lazy, for not looking into something or a, a potential candidate who could really do great things, I think, for this country. But, hey, man, he's not like the, he's not Mr. Popularity. He, he doesn't talk like Trump. He's not you know, he's not uh, as as uh, charming as Obama was, you know. So it sucks, man. It sucks that more people won't, won't listen to that guy because of that. Um,
1: yeah, people are lazy with their politics all the time. I mean, how they don't think critically at all when they listen to politics. They just regurgitate criticisms that they're being told mm-hmm. by, by, you know, they're parroting what they've heard. Most of them don't come to these conclusions on their own. They've heard these criticisms from a one-sided argument, and they almost never are willing to. It's what do you always hear? You always hear how biased and out of line foxes from liberals and you always hear how biased and out of line cnn is and msnbc from from conservatives and they never realize they're never willing to take the step back and criticize their own they aren't thinking critically and it is lazy politics it's it's the, the way it's the one of the biggest problems with the mask thing is people are just lazy and just feel like whatever they get their information from is the is the hardline
0: information and everything else is misinformation well you know if you think about like i i was when i turned 18 i was very excited to vote um and because i was always active politically i think and and i was just really into the idea of like I, I finally get a say in this and i know that i'm in the minority when i say that every time there's an uh, an election like I look everyone up like, you know, I want to know exactly who's running because they're not all going to be in TV. They're not all going to have a, uh, you know, a podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I look every single one of them up and I decide, OK, who who makes the most sense here or who's most aligned with what I think is is right for this country or the state or this county? Um, and I know for a fact, man, like most people, it's like, where's the R? Where's the D? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what they're. And I, you know, I, we can, you know, look, we can, we can complain about it all day. It's not going to change. I don't think people are going to change. I think people are going to remain lazy when it comes to that, because it's just easier to play along. And I don't see any situation where that changes, not to be defeatist, but I've thought about this so much, you know, and maybe that's why I'm just so like, you know, so interested in, in the libertarian movement, because I feel like it gives me hope, you know, it gives me like, this is, this is something that's hopeful, like. There is, there's this little sliver of like hope that I'm like, maybe, maybe they'll be able to cut through. You know? But even you know, the other day, it was like last week um, <clears throat> after Cuomo got busted for uh, molesting those women, <clears throat> the Libertarian Party of New York posted something about him being uh, impeached. Well, he should be impeached because this, this, and this. And I said on, on the page, I'm like, listen, I'm no fan of Cuomo. I would love to see him gone. Here's my question to you. When all these things happened under Trump, when all these th- when he was talking about grabbing pussies and these women were coming forward, you didn't say one fucking thing. So don't fucking sit here and tell me that libertarians are objective. You know you're not fucking objective. You're a conservative Republican that decided that libertarianism works for you when it's convenient. And that's all it was and and i only had one conversation with that person on the facebook page and that person blew me off and was like well it's not relevant because trump's not in office Well, it's, it's, it's completely fucking relevant because right. if you didn't speak up when trump was in office and you're only speaking up now over cuomo then you're not being objective exactly I, you're being a hypocrite yeah and, and 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 it's yeah i was very frustrated so again it's like i love the con that's an interesting thing about kind of libertarian like a whole process here like what we're talking about the whole the whole thesis like I love the concept of libertarianism. It makes so much sense to me. It's, it's like, it, to me, when I think about all the options in terms of politics and how we should run this country, like nothing makes more sense to me than libertarianism. But then I look at the Libertarian Party and I'm like, not all of them, but so many of them are like, you're not fucking libertarian. You don't believe in the Liberty Movement. You believe in conservatism. And that's okay. If you want to be a conservative Republican, fine. Just fucking own it. Stop trying to wear a libertarian cape or a fucking Gadsden flag t-shirt and be like, I'm libertarian when you're not, you know, just be fucking honest about it. You know, so that's there, a one, human
1: condition. That's one, a human one, problem. You
0: know, one of the guys on there was like, he was saying, um, we should, we should get the libertarians and Republicans to, to join forces so we can get, get rid of these, uh, these socialist Dems. And I, my, I was like, I don't want to align with fucking either one of them. Exactly. They're fucking both turds, man. Like, you know what I mean it's like it's like looking at two fucking porta potties at a fucking outdoor concert i, I got to take a shit there's only two it doesn't matter which one i go in they're both going to be fucking disgusting i don't want to go in there i'm going to fucking right. get fucking i don't know whatever you can catch in a fucking <laughs> in a fucking porta potty
1: it sucks dude like like if, if even if like this is a hypoth- like an analogy if christianity was right how many Christians are still wrong? A large percentage. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they, they, even though they, how many misalign or how many are not living the way that you, if you took what was objectively true in that or whatever, even if that was right, how many people are not abiding by principles mm-hmm. or, and, and that happens with libertarians, um, whether it's the fad side of it, like they feel like they're a part of this clique Mm -hmm. um, or they just don't have the ability to think clearly, or they are concerned. They're just Republicans in disguise or whatever it is. Um, Even though libertarianism at its core is such a great concept, good luck for a human to apply those concepts Mm -hmm. well. And that's something like, libertarianism is very conceptual when you as we talk about it more there are some concepts of it that kind of make it work right like just the idea of thinking of liberty it can be a bit conceptual some people just are are um simple or just assholes or narrow or whatever and no matter if they're signing their name to the right party or not they're still wrong and you see that in the, in these circles. I don't think it's as bad though. Like I think anytime I meet somebody who tells me they're a libertarian, I almost always have a, a good conversation with them about almost anything we talk about. they're, they're typically a lot of t- the times they think things through and they are more commonly individuals when it comes to thought, critical thinking, and they do have the ability to see the error in almost everything, even themselves and their party. But that might not be the ones who are yapping it up on Facebook groups because what types of people are doing that sometimes too, you know? It's like, it's hard, man. It's, it's so many people ruin good things. Imagine if it was yeah, bigger. Nice. <laughs> I know, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a fickle situation, man. Uh,
0: life's hard, man. Life's hard. Not for me, but life's hard for some people. Yeah. Life's got pretty good yeah (laughs) well on that note uh this was a good one man yeah
1: i enjoyed it i'll tell you something funny so um those of you who are listening we did record something last week but it was the first time after a break we didn't really we didn't it wasn't libertarian enough even for us it wasn't like we didn't talk about any real talking points we got off on an aside right away and it just kind of was a conversation it was fun i liked it but i'll tell you something funny Um, I was, I was kind of beat up from the day before deadlifting and then training that day. And I had been boxing. I did two hours of jujitsu and I was wore out and I came home. My body was sore and I had uh, some caffeine and some pot. Now, since I've moved to my new place, I really do not smoke much pot. I might smoke some before I play some music with a buddy. I might in social circles, but I pretty much no longer get stoned to get stoned, especially since, I mean, but prior I had a roommate who was like, you know, medical card, always smoking all day long. And I would just smoke for fun, you know, whatever. I would just accompany things, but, but if I had a higher tolerance, so I'm just not at all really a pothead anymore. I just smoke pot here and there sometimes at night before bed, but I even go days without it now. Sure. you know, days and days. It's not that big of a thing in my life right now. But so I before the podcast and I was like sitting there thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to be so, I can't pay attention to a single thing. <laughs> I was like, couldn't follow my own thoughts. I couldn't think about what you were saying. I was like, it was like, like rookie level stone. I was just, <laughs> and I didn't tell you because I'm like, if I tell him in the beginning, it's going to bring it out of me. So I'm just right. going to like poker face, face it, keep it together. And dude, for like 40 minutes, I was struggling so <laughs> hard to follow my own thoughts and follow what you were saying. I couldn't remember questions you asked me. <laughs> it was terrible. It was funny, but I was like, I, this is not professional. I cannot do this at all. (laughs) there was a guy who was on rogan one time this this something wolf he was one of these guys really into uh like keto type diets he was like talking about like healthy fats and he was big into like butter and bacon or something weird rob wolf i think is his name butter and bacon is not his selling point but I just remembered something that was like but but he he had this similar thing he got to Rogan's and he's like oh man you smoke pot he's like oh yeah you know so Rogan got him super stoned and he had like the worst podcast ever I mean I didn't think it was terrible but when he came back on I could realize that he he wasn't that good the first time or when he got super stoned and he he made like a big blog post about it and that's what it reminded me of I was like yeah you can't do that when you're trying Talk some Dude, I had
0: shit. a, I had a meeting a couple of years ago with some clients that were launching a, a cannabis brand and they had some amazing weed and they're like, yeah, you know, you want to, as soon as I got there, like, Hey, you know, let's go smoke. And I was like, I don't want to smoke yet because like, I've got work to do. Like, we're going to sit down and talk numbers and, and I need to meet like your growers and I need to interview some people. Um, and it was just so funny because in the world of cannabis, like these guys, this is how these guys function. Like they, day they, long. It's, it's nothing for them. You know, for me, like, I'm like you, like, I I mean, I, I smoke a few times a week, you know, take an edible or something here and there, not nearly as much as I used to. So I said, listen, you know, afterwards we're done and they're "They're cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, had a great day, got a lot of work done, go back to their, they had like this office that was in a trailer and, um, and we sat there and started smoking, dude, seriously, the shit was like, I'm like three minutes in there smoking, fucking blasted out of my mind. Just Uh thinking I'm so fucking glad. I did not smoke this weed before we started. <laughs> that would have been the biggest waste of like three hours of that day. It would have been- oh,
1: No, it's, there is something very special about not being able to follow anything that's going on. You still hold it together to a degree. Not everyone picks up on it, but. Right.
0: You know, I went to this, um, a couple of weeks ago, this, this cannabis infused dinner up in New York. It was like this real high end thing. And, um, it was it was like I think a four course meal infused. It was three courses and a dessert. And um and then people were smoking, they were giving out free pre rolls and stuff. And I was like, nah, I don't, don't want to smoke now because I don't know how this is gonna hit me. You know, it was a micro so I think it was like each I think each plate was like three, two to three milligrams, um, which is fine because I figured like three at the most, I'll have like nine, maybe ten or eleven with the dessert, you know. So it's right. fine. Um, and so I didn't, you know, I didn't partake in the, in the free pre-rolls or they had some appetizers early on too, that were infused. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm going to wait. And I'm so glad I did because not so much that I wasn't able to have conversations with people. Um, but because the chef was so on point with the way he infused it and what he, like the, the, um, the strains that he infused with and it worked so well with the food and the fat content and everything. I mean, it was real, it was done so well. Um, And the, and the experience, the, um, of of eating all that food and the cannabis in it, it was like I had a very nice high about halfway through the meal and the way they separated it out. It was like, it was done in a way that I wasn't getting blasted. And then when it was over, I was like, okay, dinner's over, and I, had, I went back to my hotel room, and I started getting the munchies. So I'm like, oh, let me go. I'm gonna go grab a little more food. I mean, the food was good, but it wasn't a lot. So, um, so I went. I said, I'm gonna go to this bodega, and I, I got some food, and um, and dude, I was like really fucking high at that point. Like the way they must have stretched it out or something. I remember like walking to the bodega, and I'm like, if I go to this bodega, if I it was like two blocks from my apartment, I make a left, and then I can just. Make a right outside the bodega and then just go around the block, dude. I walked for like 15 minutes going, Where the fuck am I? Like, I really Uh. didn't know where the fuck I was. (laughs) I mean, I knew a general idea, like, I knew I was still in Chelsea, but I didn't know, like, was I on what street was I just on? You know, was I on 8th Avenue here? And then once I got my bearings, I'm like, Okay, I just got to go down this way. So I wasn't blasted, but it was like that would have been fucked up if I would have smoked all this pre rolls, I would have been use again like completely yeah. useless. i don't want to get to that point like i get i get it's fun sometimes to get completely blasted but like dude i had such a good time like i had such a good time talking to these people and had really good food i went to bodega i got some of these really good dumplings you know and i took them back to my room after i figured out where it was you know and like turned on a movie and ate some food and just relaxed it was great And I just know the next day when I woke up, I'm like, man, like if I would have had those pre-rolls early on, it would have fucked up the entire experience. Absolutely.
1: That's something I think like just potheads don't get it because they smoke all day. Like alcoholics can drink 30 beers some days. I I mean, I'm just not that way with either one. Yeah. It just doesn't match my lifestyle. If for whatever reason, I start to build up a tolerance to pot like a few times in my history, then I can start to function on it, but I don't like that. Mm -hmm. And then I stop. And I mean, it's better to be this way for me.
0: Well, you know, I don't know if you get this experience too, just because you train a lot, but I know that if I, if I go many days, like I'm, if I'm smoking a lot, like consistently for a few weeks, I do start getting a little cloudy in the head and maybe, and I, my workouts aren't quite as good. Like I'm a little, it's not that I'm not, I'm not, I'm physically fine, but mentally I might, you know, I'm overthinking things or I'm not thinking about, I'm not, you know, I'm doing a snatch or something, which is you know, it's not an easy move to do, and I got to think about five different things while I'm doing it, and I'm kind of fuzzy, you know, and it's it's not good. So I definitely I take that into consideration. So you know, if I know that I'm going to be training the next morning or doing some doing a CrossFit class the next morning, um, and it's an early morning, I'm like, nah, I can't get high tonight because or get, I can't get super high tonight because I'll have a shitty workout. And yeah. dude, like especially if I'm on the road and I'm paying. To do a drop-in at a crossfit gym was 20 bucks or 30 to 30 dollars for your new york I'm like that's a waste of fucking money man if i don't if i'm not agreed. taking full advantage of it you know agreed so
1: no no more no more uh of that for me <laughs> before the podcast that was a treacherous <laughs> i was like a, oh i was on edge
0: <laughs> the whole time just trying to figure out yeah, so so we shit can that one so don't no yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> sweet all right buddy what well, was a good right. one and um we will be back next week with more kind of libertarian once again be well be free we are out sweet awesome that was perfect um yeah it was good i uh, did you what did you find out if you want to go to that that thing in dc so
1: the, here's the problem i have a fucking event um, unless something yeah i have something to do that day Every Saturday in August, I have either I have two jujitsu competitions, and I have a buddy that's in an MMA fight
0: that I'm helping out with. Okay, that sucks, but I can't go. No worries, man. No worries. (laughs) I I want you. So I mean, well, it depends how early you got to be up. If you want to come in on the 27th, we're going to be in DC, um, and you can meet Simeon. I mean, I just really. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if that's gonna, if you got to get up early, maybe you don't want to. I don't know. That's a Friday, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Maybe I can do that.
0: Okay, just let me know, because I'm yeah. sitting and I are going to go out and get dinner. Um, Sweet. And I don't know who yeah, else is going to be there. That. Naquan might be there. Naquan is um, Method Man's right-hand man.
1: Oh, I don't okay. know if he's going to
0: be there or not, because Method Man's um, playing that event on Saturday. Um, so we might get to, not. We're not going to get together with Method Man, but, but gotcha. with Naquan. Um, cool. I think that's pretty much it. We're just going grab to some, grab some food. That would be fun. Yeah, because I going I, got, to do I think I'm doing like a, a morning presentation. Um, so I can't be out late prior to that. So cool. It'll be an early night. So yeah, let me know if you want to do it. Um, and, All right, dude. And I'll, and I'll set it up. Awesome. Good one. All right, bud. Thank See you. Ya.